0: Hello, and welcome to an intro to Anthro with two humans. I'm human number one, John McRae. And I'm human number two, John Lear. And this is the podcast where we reassess what it means to be human. And the title of today's episode is, Let's Get Trashed, Talking Dirty About Garbage. (laughs) So, (laughs) I recommend people like, like... Turn down the lights. Light a candle.
1: Mm-hmm. Pour Here we a glass go. of wine. Yep. This is where we're yeah. gonna get a little bit. This is our, our, our uh, uh, you know, rated R podcast. This is where we really get dirty. <laughs> John, it's been a while since you and I
0: have been trash together.
1: <laughs> uh, yes, <laughs> it's so, been almost three decades. I it's know. It's coming up I on know. three
0: decades. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, I can't believe it, or wouldn't have believed it at the time. No, um, no,
1: God, I didn't. I wouldn't believe we'd be alive.
0: (laughs) What do you uh, if you decided to get trashed all of a
1: sudden? What do you think you would go for? What what would you would you straight to heroin? Yeah, I I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't mess around. Uh, Really, first I'd have a cigarette. I'd have a cigarette first and foremost, (laughs) and a cold beer. No, you know what? Now that I think about it, you're right. I'd have a cigarette, a cold beer, and then just you know snort me some heroin. (laughs) <laughs> That's you know, <laughs> right back in. <laughs> Why waste time? Yeah, uh, yeah. I used to
0: I used to tell Mary like on my deathbed I wanted a Guinness. I wanted yes. a Guinness because I just wanted to go out. God, uh, we drank I, many a Guinness together. Yeah, uh, like nothing yeah, better the, than Guinness at a pub, you know. But
1: what's great about a Guinness is is as the, when they call last call, you just order three pints of Guinness, yeah. and you're fine. Yeah. You know, because then, oh, last call. Okay, I'm just finishing up my drinks, and I don't care if they get warm because they just taste good. Right, right, right. Hey, wait a minute. I, now uh, that I think about it, maybe we should, you know. What do you think? We quit once. We could do it again.
0: You know, I. Uh, they've come out with a non-alcoholic Guinness. Yeah, how which is, is it? It's not you bad. You said it was pretty good.
1: It's pretty good. Yeah. So I don't know. But now how it, do you know? Here's my question to you. How do you know it's pretty good? You haven't had a real Guinness in what, yeah. 25 years? Yeah. So how do you know it's good? Yeah. I think it could you, you know, be. you're not the person we should be relying <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah, we, need we need somebody who can still drink a regular Guinness and get a side by side test. Right. Right. We need a control group. We need yes, a control group too. In general, we need blind a blind taste
0: group. test to see which one is better. <laughs> But it's really thrown me off now because I'm like now I I don't know what to, I think I'm gonna go out completely sober and crying like I came in you know? yeah <laughs> I mean, yeah at, th-
1: at this just, point yeah. yeah I I mean a lot of things would have to go wrong for me to have a drink uh you know yeah it, it, you know because I've got a family now so you know I got to wait for all of them to die yeah you know I can't yeah I, I have to admit I like can't. when things really suck it, it's like it doesn't even I just white knuckle it man i'm like like, bring it on bring Mm -hmm. it on just drink lots of caffeine and masturbate (laughs) that's basically all i have left yeah that's it and this podcast yeah this podcast
0: is is my therapy
1: now (laughs) yeah when you're feeling uh, like it when you're feeling down and and out you just call me and we'll record a podcast (laughs) we'll just talk it out and share Mm
0: -hmm. it
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, so as a matter of fact this episode
0: uh, Trash and Garbage you came up with you were the one that sent this one to me god
1: I love that you give me credit for that kind yeah of stuff. I just sent yeah. you an article
0: I know I know it took me a while to download that thing. I don't know where you found it, it was dark web or something but uh, but I think you were in you sent me a text that said just what about trash yeah <laughs>
1: Was like I think you were in Austria or Norway or something. You were in Europe. Yes, I was in Europe, and I, I, it was I was in Austria, and there's no trash in Austria. None. Mm. There's mm. no trash. There's no graffiti. There's no litter. There's no. I saw one really? homeless guy, and I, you know, I gotta say, it kind of made me feel a little disconcerted. I, I really. Was kind of jonesing for a little bit of urine, really? a little. But I needed a cigarette butt to see to you know. Yeah. I, it was just too much. A little too, too perfect. Clean. Do you think it was yeah. too perfect or too? It felt plain? like I was in a, a theme park a little bit. But yeah. I love the people. The people are amazing, amazing, yeah. and uh, yeah. the food okay. But <laughs> but the but the, um, the 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 yeah too clean. Yeah. Funny. See, I was wondering, like, what, what the hell's going on over there that you would just
0: send me out an <laughs> open-ended question? What about trash? Because <laughs> you give me what about trash.
1: Open yeah, ended. and my phone wasn't set to international, so it cost me like 50 bucks to send you that text. <laughs> well, I immediately got on it. I was like, <laughs> that, trash. That's, I want you to know that's coming out of the profits. Oh, text. God. Yeah, what? that's
0: coming. It's <laughs> a drop in the bucket. A drop <laughs> in the bucket, <laughs> uh so since you sent me that though i've come across a couple articles that in the guardian that got me really thinking about trash one was by karen mcveigh on may 24th uh of this year titled plastic waste puts millions of worlds poorest at higher risk from floods Mm, and what she was talking about was in uh developing countries it's probably the same here but we have so many like <laughs> like plastic bags and plastic bottles that whenever there's a flood, it immediately clogs up all the drainage. Oh, okay, I see. Yes, yeah. And she said that uh, you know what happens is within the like first hour of a flood, all of this plastic uh, blocking the drainages can cause the water to rise one meter in one wow. hour. Just yeah. Wow. Uh, The other article was by Isabel Choate on May 31st in The Guardian. And it was called Stop Dumping Your Cast-Offs on Us, Ghanaian Clothes Traders Tell EU. And Mm. this article was really interesting because there's an
1: entire
0: uh, market worldwide for secondhand clothes. Like when people donate secondhand clothes, then those clothes are bundled up and they're shipped off to uh, other countries. And then there's a secondary market for those, those cast-off clothes or those second-hand clothes. Amazing. And in uh, Accra, Ghana, there is they get up to 100 tons of used clothing every day. What? <laughs> so,
1: yeah. Just... And they don't have enough people to wear them.
0: Right, right. There's a uh, second-hand clothing market in uh, Accra called the Contamanto Market. And 30,000 people work there and they handle 15 million garments per week. What? But where do they go? Like, what what happens to them? Yeah. Well, they try to resell it. Like, if you're a trader in secondhand clothing, you will buy a bundle of clothing. They say usually it's about 150 pounds. And then you'll go through and you'll sort through that bundle of used clothing from I Europe. I see. And find and then the you'll good take stuff. Out. Right. Exactly.
1: Uh-huh. But See only now, my f- kids, uh, my kids do not buy new clothes, and all really? of their friends don't buy new clothes. They yeah. all buy used clothing from, uh, you know, uh, you know, they go they go out and find good stuff, yeah, and they wear that. Yeah. Like my kids, and even shoes. They'll they, my my kids like the only new clothes I buy my kids are underwear and socks.
0: Yeah, not cool. Yeah, I you know it's I think it's how you grew up because. When I was growing up, you know, it was just my mom taking care of me. Yeah. And we were very poor. And my mom would always, all the stuff she bought for me. I mean, one time a year, we would go to J.C. Penney's to get something. Yeah. But it was usually stuff from Goodwill. And yeah. sometimes you get good stuff. But, you know, all of my, <laughs> my jackets and everything. I remember I had one jacket that was from the Pold Hereford's Association of America. And it said, like, <laughs>
1: Gilbert on it you know and so <laughs> and now that's cool and now that's, that's cool. cool my kids pay money for that and even this my daughter and her friends who are super you know they're all you know la Yeah, uh, girl and, and they will find they will go diving into these uh used clothing stores salvation army or whatever pick out the yeah. good stuff and then they'll have a pop-up where and they'll put it on instagram And kids will come and buy the clothes that they found from them. It's sort of like what's happening in Ghana.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know,
1: and, and they'll make good money off this.
0: Wow. Yeah, I used to but you know when I finally got to where I could kind of support myself I was like I, I just yeah. want new clothes. Yeah. You know what
1: I mean? It's again how you, you told up. me when I got married you say get married in a new pair of shoes and a new pair of underwear. <laughs> that was your Do you remember saying that to me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you were like get married in a Start new shoes. Yeah. yeah, new <laughs> pair of shoes and new pair of underwear. I took that advice. I did it. Right. That's very nice. Very yeah, few things advice. I can't give much advice about anything, but no, come I'm on! You've given get me some, some new good advice. You've given me some terrible advice, but you've also <laughs> given me some good advice.
0: Hopefully, hopefully, <laughs> when we do the out. ledger
1: at the end, yeah, as hey, I'm going we're over. Still here.
0: We're still here on my deathbed as I'm drinking my uh, my Guinness, looking through your ledger. I'll see if it, <laughs> if I owe you anything. <laughs> uh. So, but what? It's the same thing. What they say is for only forty percent of the clothes that they receive at that market, uh, or 40% of the clothes can't be used. Yeah. So they don't know. Think about, I mean, hundreds of tons each week. What do you do with them? They tried to throw them into city dumps and they immediately, the city dumps immediately filled up. Right. And so now people just, (laughs) they just dump them everywhere and it's become an environmental problem because (laughs) they have a photo that goes with that article and it's, there's a stack of clothing out on the beach that's probably 20 feet high. It's Holy just huge. Holy shit. Yeah. And it's just getting bigger. It's like a, uh, it, you know, it's it's like a sand dune, only it's all wet clothing because it's oh. out on the beach. It rains right. and it's right. clogging. Like fish, they say like sea turtles can't get into the beach anymore because of all the wet clothing.
1: Oh my uh, god. Yeah, fishermen. We need can't well there's only one one solution. One solution. What's we that? Shoot it all into the sun. <laughs> put it on a rocket and we shoot it all into the sun.
0: Dry it out. That's the only dryer that will we gotta get it out there.
1: We No, but we gotta sh- jettison all that crap into space. Now that we've ruined the earth, now we need to ruin the entire universe. Because we're because we're these horrible creatures.
0: Yeah, yeah. I like your idea though. You put it in like a space shuttle, shoot it towards the sun, and then when you get close, you open the (laughs) the bay, and you try to dry it out. You sun dry it out there. You have it all
1: on uh, clothesline.
0: (laughs) (laughs) When it gets back, smells good, perfectly fresh. You could, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, it it just looks awful. I can't imagine, like, if you felt wet clothing slowly closing around you. Oh, <laughs> it just I mean, seems awful. I
1: mean, just wet clothing, wearing wet clothing is horrid. Yeah. Imagine yeah. living with it. Uh, so anyway, so today I
0: thought we could talk a little more about garbage and specifically Excellent. about humans' history of garbage and trash and how we made it. And what we'd like to do with it,
1: I think trash says a lot about culture. A lot about, I mean, don't archaeologists, yes. you know, study garbage to kind of, you know, uh, you know, get get a sense of what the culture right. was like based on garbage?
0: Right, and basically, we're looking at the material culture that was left behind, usually by people who didn't leave written records. So a lot of archaeologists say that archaeology is the science of studying garbage. Yeah, you're absolutely wow. right. Interesting. So, yeah, um, and just before we start, just so uh, give a little background. You know that I sort of have a history with garbage. Like I, worked I as sure, a jan- <laughs> I sure do. I worked as a janitor for a time. Yes, yes, you did. Uh, and I
1: also drove a parking lot sweeper. Yes, in, you did. Uh, <laughs> at Metcalf South Shopping Center right. in Overland Park, Kansas. And I worked at the Swenson's there. And we both worked on Sunday mornings early. Yeah. And you gave me a ride on that, that parking <laughs> we'd lot pick sweeper. You up on my parking lot sweeper. Yeah, so you wouldn't have to you wouldn't have to walk in. And then we'd both go into Swenson's and drink coffee. Lots and lots of coffee. <laughs> I just remember you on the front of the sweeper with your long hair yeah blowing just, back as i took uh, you in free free is enjoying life <laughs> now and, and that's not all of your uh garbage uh connection uh you, you produced a video oh yeah i did i was going to mention that i did oh good also, oh i'm sorry
0: i also produce crunch smash trash which, which was a, my
1: kids loved yeah it was a
0: children's film produced in the late 90s, uh, won the Parents' Choice Award, and was featured on, I think, Good Morning America. But it was uh, all about uh, recycling. I got to spend a lot of time in recycling centers. And it, it's so
1: cool because it was just footage of big machines yeah. dealing with trash yeah and it was so awesome my kids just loved it loved with
0: classical it. music i put classical yeah. music on it so that the parents uh you know the parents wouldn't get tired of it but yeah you, know, you could play it over and over again and um genius i would say that's like my uh citizen kane yes yes, <laughs> after yes. that. I, I had nothing to say, nothing left to say, cinematically.
1: That yeah. Was it. You. What else is there to say? Yeah. After Rosebud, you just fade to black.
0: Yeah. Crunch, smash, trash. That's all I have to say
1: about humanity. <laughs> <laughs> but that video is really good. We should get it digitized. Yeah. I would have to see
0: it. Yeah, I'll look into talk to the producer or something of of it. So. Yeah. Uh, but I did get to speak, I got a little familiarity with, like, the recycling industry. Yes, you
1: moment.
0: did. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple other things, just real quick, about uh, tidbits from my own personal experience with garbage. The one thing that s- parking lot sweepers can't pick up, dirty diapers.
1: Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Who yeah. is throwing a dirty diaper yeah. in a parking lot? God damn it! Yeah.
0: I'm sorry no, people- to
1: curse, but Jesus!
0: People would take so much care to like wrap it up. Yeah. They wrap tape it real up tight. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then and you then just, just drop it out there for some schlub to go pick it up. Mm-hmm. It's like, that schlub, you know? Oh God. And having to reach down and grab that thing. It's like a big, yeah. wet softball filled with poo. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. No, it's awful. I'm like, I'm if you sorry. take all of
0: that like, care to wrap it up and it would be impenetrable, well, they, wrap it, you know. they
1: wrap it up so that it won't smell in, when it's still in the car. Mm-hmm. I know that because I wrapped them tight, too. Yeah. Because you don't want just them to throw smell. Just throw it in the trash can. Just throw yeah, in the trash then you, trash you, can you keep it in the car, and then when you get to the trash can, you toss it in. But I guess people just were yeah. like,
0: eh, screw it. Um, the other tidbit, uh, the most disgusting bathrooms
1: in an office building, on the executive level. Interesting. Yeah. Because they don't, they don't care about it. Because you have to be a sociopath to be an executive. Yeah. Yeah. You know. <laughs> the O level. You know, a bunch of A personalities up there. It's like, I'm not cleaning up
0: after myself. Nobody's Is gonna- that
1: the office building you used to roller skate around at night? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, when I got out late at night, I worked a late shift, and I was the only person there. And everyone had left. It was a really smooth parking lot, so I could just... Kind of skate around, but anyway. I
1: remember us skating inside of an office building once. Is that just something I made up in my head? I don't know. You, I, rem- I think you came to work with me one time. Yeah, I feel yeah, like maybe. we roller skated around inside an yeah. office building
0: once. Possibly. I mean, I always had the skates with me. Maybe yeah. You, yeah.
1: Maybe I brought them. I, got I don't it. know. I got them That's on. I'd have to out. jam my feet into your skates, though. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but I don't the know. The not we're not much yeah. but we got big slabs of
0: meat. Uh so anyway, wait I just want people to say no that look we're not judging anybody here no. when we talk Mm-mm. about garbage. Mm-mm. I I wouldn't say I'm a i am I am familiar with recycling from my past but I wouldn't say that I'm a hardcore environmentalist. No. At all. No.
1: I I do I do pretty well. in my yeah. house we do pretty well. We've even just recently started um uh, what do you call it? With, with the food scraps, uh, composting. Composting? Oh, really? We we had a composter at my old house, but at my new house, we haven't. And, and now we're, we're fully underway and we recycle. We do a good job. I'll even rip the top of the pizza box, you know? So the one without any food on it, I'll put that in the recycling and I'll put the other one in the. And you have a composter. I bought it for you.
0: I I know it's out there. It's so dry here. It's hard to compost. Like it's, it it dries out pretty quickly. Pee on it. Just pee on it. <laughs> really? All right. Yeah.
1: <clears throat>
0: just pee on it. I'll remember that next time I'm out there. Uh, so anyway, I guess let's just start at the beginning with prehistoric humans. Yes. And uh, two anthropologists and archaeologists, William Rathje and Colin Murphy, who wrote the book Rubbish, mm. uh, say that there is a garbage angle to every human activity. So... Wow. Creation of garbage. They go on to say that creation of garbage garbage is an unequivocal sign of human presence.
1: Yes, we consume and we we poop, right? We we yeah, right? Yeah, we're just these machines with a hole on one end and a hole on the (laughs) other end, and we just walk through time and space, (laughs) sucking it in and putting it
0: out. My friend, you have a way of simplifying (laughs) it to where we can all. Get down to the bare essentials. Mm.
1: Um,
0: they also say that our garbage seems to have more staying power than we do. Yeah, And and uh, Edward problem. Hume, who wrote a book called Garbology, uh, talks about that while our bodies will only take up one, uh, one grave plot <laughs> when we die, mm. the trash we, we produced for our one body will probably take up 1,100 grave plots. Oh, my God. Yeah. Ugh.
1: We're yeah. We're horrible. We're vermin.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he uh, he goes on to say that we, on average, humans create 7.1 pounds of trash each day. You know, sometimes oh more, sometimes more, less.
1: More today, I'll tell you, yeah. what happened with me this morning. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Should we go I'll, into that? Should we, uh... No, no. I don't think <laughs> want to hear about it, but I'm just saying some days more for sure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And uh, by the time we die, all of it, I mean, if you calculate that up on an average lifespan, all of us will have made 102 tons of trash Jesus. by the time we die.
1: Wow. So, wow. Um, but it seems, seems a you- little low, actually, in a weird really? way. Really? Doesn't it? A little low. I guess it's all of us. It's billions upon billions. Yeah, never mind. I don't know. But it just just what seems- people, what they
0: talk about is, I mean, we're not included. That's just what we as individuals create. Okay. We're not talking about like construction waste or anything. Oh,
1: like that. okay. Just each per okay. Each so, person. Yeah. So okay, that makes sense now. On our
0: way out, each of us will have produced approximately 102 tons of trash.
1: And that's just us. That's not all of us together doing all the right. other horrid stuff. Right. Uh
0: but it's it's always been that way because even in prehistoric times, uh, you know, if if you made a stone tool, you you had those flakes that would fall off the stone tool that was trash, you know. You
1: Yeah, but that come on. There were fewer That's okay. of us. Yeah. Fewer of us. But yeah. But yeah, you're right. There's still stuff. Yeah. Uh pottery
0: sherds, you know, you make a pot, you break the pot, you throw that in. That's mm-hmm. a, like some some trash, you uh all your animal bones from what you ate. Mm-hmm. Um
1: you your know, poop, your poop and pee, your urine and poop. excrement,
0: right? And exactly, you got to do something with that. So, mm-hmm. um, but back
1: then it all got kind of turned back into the earth, didn't it? Back then it was all organicy stuff.
0: Well, I I think what's the difference is is that there weren't that many of us, and you also you were we were nomads. You know, you right. were hunters and gatherers, so you would just make a mess and then you <laughs> you'd go you go somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And like fish uh, in the
0: ocean, you just keep moving, right? Right, like a shark. Yeah, and it, it never really garbage didn't really become a problem until we
1: we invented agriculture and stopped moving, and then the suddenly our you couldn't get away from it. You know, the Sumerians, those yeah. goddamn Sumerians, they changed everything. Litter bugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you, uh, I know you like camping. I like, do. Obviously. You do I love do. camping. I love it. But not hardcore. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm, you know, park and camp. Right. But I do love it. I love being in a tent under a tree. It's really nice. Yeah.
0: But I'm always, and Mary loves camping as well. I'm not so much mm. into camp. I like to have a shower at the end of the day. Yeah. But, yeah. but I'm always so pr- surprised that we will go out in the middle of New Mexico to get away from it all. Mm-hmm. And then when we get ready to leave after a few
1: days, all of the garbage we have yes. to pack out of there. Yeah. You know it's amazing, isn't it? You yeah. really get a sense of, uh, yeah. And, and camping, it, you create more garbage cause you're, 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 you know, you don't have all of the, uh, you have to bring, you know, uh, you know, yeah. just all the paper and the, and the, and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. right.
0: Yeah. But I'm just, I'm surprised. It's like, this is getting away from it all. Just all of this crap. I have to like pack out of there, you know? It's true. Uh, and you mentioned earlier, like archaeologists love finding, uh, a, prehistoric garbage pile because they're called middens. M I D D E N is what they refer to it as. Midden. Why? Why that name? I I think that's a,
1: uh, like a Norse word or something for, for like a trash heap. What? The archeologists go to Norse. I mean, Jesus, I don't know. Maybe the first one stay within the romantic languages. (laughs) Okay. Let's just call it a trash heap. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Yeah. Come on! They go to right. Latin for everything else, but then for this one term, they go to the Norse. A, a midden,
0: midden. A midden. <laughs> but uh, but they love it. you. Get very excited when you find a midden because most of what we know about prehistoric cultures uh, are coming from analyzing all of the trash, all of the yeah. junk that they left. Yeah. And uh, and like you mentioned before, like looking at poop. If you find like some old dried out poop, which is called a coprolite. A coprolite? Uh, yeah. Okay. C-O-P-R-O-L-I-T-E. A coprolite is dried poop. Okay. I don't... All right. Um, some people also call it feces.
1: <laughs> oh, boy. I like coprolite better. <laughs> coprolite, you don't really know what it is. You know what I mean? <laughs> feces sounds like the toilet in a lot of restaurants here in uh, LA. Yeah. <laughs> so,
0: uh... <laughs> But yeah, you could find that, and you can go in, and you could look at the poop, and you can analyze the poop, and you can Mm -hmm. tell what people were eating at the time. Right? Sometimes health, how much poop was there?
1: Yeah, how long they stayed there? Yeah, I can imagine you could learn a lot.
0: Yeah, and uh, and actually, if you go to most archaeological sites of city, I know out here in the in the southwest, even like pueblos like prehistoric pueblos when they they excavate them or when they did excavate them back in the 30s you would find that people would just dump trash right off of the wall and fill up you know just and then when that trash piled up you would just build a new wall Hmm. there and then you would just uh keep doing that so it like you alfred kidder who's like a big name in southwestern archaeology he excavated the Pecos Pueblo here, and he has like a cross section that he's drawn of where like these like rubbish field is. Wow. And then it's just another wall and then another rubbish field, then another wall and another rubbish field.
1: And you just haul it out there and toss it <clears throat> over the wall.
0: Right, right. Because wow. you go, you know, it's kind of like what we do now. It's just the easiest thing to do. You don't want to walk too far with your garbage. Right.
1: You just right. go to the edge of the wall and. Yeah, and toss it, it. over. It's like you're in Metcalf South Shopping Center. You just throw it up, throw the <laughs> yeah. diaper right out the window. Yeah. I don't want to walk all the way over to the, no. the trash can with that.
0: There'll right. be a
1: guy that comes along in a sweeper. Somebody will deal and- with it.
0: The sweeper can obviously pick it up.
1: You know? <laughs> uh, that you sweeper with the- barely, that sweeper couldn't do anything. <laughs> Did that sweeper
0: do anything? Just moved it around. I think. Yeah, I think it just was, moved it
1: around. It looked like a uh, what's the thing that does the ice? The uh, zamboni. It looked it like zamboni, a zamboni yeah. zamboni. That thing. Yeah, you look. proud on it, though. You driving it. You look proud. Hey man, it's my livelihood. It's my. It's my tool. <laughs> it's your business. It's the tool of my trade. Yep.
0: You know? Yep. You know the bad thing was if uh, I I would never. It's like hope springs eternal. I would always run over the new diapers I found out there hoping that
1: that machine would sound oh, like that makes total sense to me give it a shot you never know you never know anything other than having to get out yeah and pick
0: that thing up and and usually by the time I ran over it about four or five times it was already <laughs> ripped open and shredded so it even oh, made it worse oh, oh oh. <laughs> it made it worse it made it worse oh, than it oh, I
1: can so relate to that that's exactly yeah. what
0: I would do uh so anyway, like we had mentioned before, when people settle down into cities, mm-hmm. that's when we started to have uh, garbage problems, really. Ugh. And because you had a lot of people together, a lot of people making trash, and we didn't at that point, you know, if you're talking about ancient Troy or something, people didn't go out of their way to get rid of their trash. They would just throw it out in front of their house.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so right. We still, same you same know, concept.
0: Somebody right. will pick it up. Right. And it's estimated that in ancient Troy, the elevation of the city was supposed to have increased four to six feet every hundred years.
1: Whoa, from trash. So people would build houses on top of trash heaps.
0: Right, right.
1: Jesus. So that's
0: why, you know, when you see in the news where someone has, they're building a new building in London or something, and then, oh, well, 15 feet below the city we found... <clears throat> these Roman ruins or something. Uh-huh. It's because people were just throwing trash out in the street and the elevation wow. of the city just kept the getting entire higher city.
1: Yeah. How many people, what was the population of Troy? Do you think at its height, like what, how big are we talking? Know, a couple here? thousand, maybe,
0: uh-huh. maybe I know. Uh-huh. I think, uh, Rome was supposed to be 1.25 million. Jesus. At its, at its height. That's yeah. legit. Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: that's a, that's a modern mm-hmm. city.
0: Yeah. They think also that in Manhattan, for example, they think modern Manhattan is six to 15 feet higher than it
1: was when Peter Minuit came. Yeah. First I discovered it. in the 60s. I 90s. believe it. I believe it. I mean, you just think about the sheer, like I've said this before, uh, it, it, you think just about fingernail clippings. Let's just take fingernail <laughs> clippings for a second. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Imagine the amount of fingernail clippings. Yeah. Uh, manufactured by all those people on Manhattan every day.
0: Do you think, what do you think? <laughs> do you think they were actually trimming or do you think they were chewing their fingernails? In, in Manhattan, they're all chewing yeah. them. Believe me. <laughs> do you think they like, do, do they eat them or do they spit oh, them Oh, I out? see what yeah. you're saying. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, but I'm just saying just that, just that yeah. little waste is probably truckloads. You know, a every day modern modern Manhattan. That's yeah. what I'm saying, modern Manhattan. Yeah. Oh, ooh, ooh. God. It's I know. It, the... mm-hmm. Well, that's what uh, we're doing here today. We're getting dirty. <laughs> okay.
0: Uh, in uh, the fifth century BCE in Athens, they actually were the first people to come up with a municipal dump because they realized that there was so much trash in Athens that was affecting people's uh, health. Those Greeks, and, they they did <clears throat>
1: everything right. Yeah. They figured yeah. everything
0: out. So you would have to take your your trash one mile outside of the city gates, apparently. Uh huh. And just just so you know, it was also a place for people to leave unwanted babies.
1: Jesus.
0: Yeah. God. Yeah. Uh, ancient Rome, same thing. They had organized people that would come and and sweep up all the the trash from the city streets, and then uh, and then they just tried to get rid of it. <laughs> you know there's really no place to take it so you just sweep it up from one street go over
1: to the next street and dump it over there and know. then that guy <clears> had <throat> to sweep it up it's like it's like you like driving your 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 yeah. thing that you just you should have just taken those diapers and thrown it in uh, another mall parking lot <laughs> for <laughs> yeah, the next God. parking sweeper to deal with it
0: don't think i didn't think about it <laughs> <laughs> I don't think i didn't think about it <laughs> Throw it, throw it on top of somebody, in the back of somebody's truck. Let them take it away. Yeah. Uh, in the 1300s, the piles of garbage outside the city gates of Paris got so bad that uh, they thought it was a defensive uh, problem. And that you couldn't see any enemies coming towards you because of all the trash heaps.
1: Jesus. Outside.
0: Yeah. And uh, here in America, though, it, they say that we had to, when the colonies for the colonists first came over, they, they had so much room, and there were so few of them that they would just throw their junk
1: out <laughs> just anywhere. They didn't anywhere. Gear. They yeah. were like the people with the diapers. You just toss it yeah. out your window whenever. Right. And I think we, maybe we still have some of it, because you
0: know, you go out through the country, you'll be out in the middle of nowhere and you'll find like a couch. <laughs> just yes. Out
1: there. Tires, so yeah. many tires. Yeah. What's the deal with all the tires?
0: They say see. that tires are like in a landfill, a tire will always rise to the surface. Why? I did read that because it's when you first put it in, it gets compressed, uh. and then over time, it becomes uncompressed. Mm-hmm. And you just can't stop it. It it's working it just its way to the. Grows surface. its
1: way out because yeah. When I'm driving on long trips, I'm always amazed at the number of tires. And in Mexico, um, my daughter and I went for a drive in Mexico. We were in the Baja. Yeah, I couldn't believe how many tires were on the side of the highway. Really? Yeah. <laughs> just just, just left there. You mean just yeah. left or like you left them? there? <clears throat> yeah, and there'd be some little piles of them, and then just yeah, it was so bizarre. I wonder, I think you can't,
0: there's nothing you can do with them. I mean, you. Yeah. if you burn them, it makes it worse.
1: Right. Yeah, you don't want to burn them. I've seen that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you don't want to burn a tire. Uh, yeah, there's nothing, I, there was a famous uh, uh, actor who built a house out of used tires. Yeah. And apparently yeah. it was really great insulation and, and uh, but you know, then you're living in a house with used tires. I don't know. Yeah, they'll do that
0: it, up near Taos here in New Mexico, that they have earthships, their houses built out of re- recycled materials. And they'll pound dirt into the tires, uh, and it makes like a big brick, you know what I mean? And they yeah. you will construct your wall out of that Out tire. Right, the and it's supposed to be very – the insulation is <clears throat> supposed to be really, really good. Yeah. The only thing I heard – people sometimes – or like critics have come out saying like, well, you know, then you're getting all the – like the uh, – chemicals and stuff from the
1: tires are there in your house and that might right. be something to worry about and then that goes down into the yeah you know, <clears throat> well that makes sense because so there's nothing there's nothing anybody can do ever i don't know we're I, all screwed with tires I, again shoot them right into the sun yeah
0: just yeah. shoot them into the sun I, just, I hope you're writing your congressman man
1: just getting acid
0: <laughs> i'm sure you know what no call them
1: call them because I'm sure they'll want to hear you. this this is what Bezos doesn't realize that he's doing he's just becoming a garbage man he's doing all this stuff all this fancy stuff going taking rich millionaires out into space but in the end he's just going to be our garbage man
0: (laughs) okay Bezos yeah
1: thank you thank you anyway here's my used diaper (laughs) send it into the sun thank you
0: uh The other thing people would do, because you have two different types of waste at that time. You had dry waste, for example, Mm -hmm. which was all your dry paper products, and you also had wet waste, which was your garbage. Oh Oh boy! From from food, and so people Mm -hmm. would just throw the food out into the streets, right? And then let the pigs eat it. That's just disgusting. And pigs will
1: eat anything, right? They will eat anything.
0: That was the the strategy was just let. Just let pigs eat it. So, but then the <laughs> so-
1: pigs poop, and then what do you do right. with that?
0: Right. Oh, exactly. Is- and but they say that you know, seventy-five pigs could dispose of a ton of garbage in one day. Wow. Yeah
1: but the methane that not so critical now no no wait a minute hold on to a second but the pigs then do they they it's methane then becomes a problem
0: but then we can take that
1: methane and we can use that to motor around on so maybe why aren't we doing more why doesn't why aren't there pigs everywhere
0: yeah Well, people, you know, your landfills also produce methane when you Mm -hmm. see them like burning off the methane in the- Yes.
1: Yeah. That's so uh, weird.
0: Apparently the methane will, even after you close a a landfill, it will still produce methane for about 10 to 15 years. Jesus. Yeah. We got to get off this rock.
1: We've we've destroyed it. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) We've got to move on. The other thing they would do is, for example, up, up until 1872 in New York City- they would just take all of its garbage off a pier in the East River and just dump it in there <laughs> into the East River. And then uh you know, people started to complain, obviously, because all yeah. that garbage gets washed out. So then they would put it on barges, take it out into the ocean, and drop it off, and then it would all wash up on New Jersey. <laughs>
1: yeah. New Jersey right. started. Well now that makes sense. Now yeah. we're making sense. No. Uh, uh yeah. New York was a job with the uh, rivers. The East River and the Hudson are both I mean, they're, they're, I mean, so even over the past yeah. few decades, it's really changed. Are there, are there fish? I'm, I'm assuming there's fish. Yes. River, so. yeah. yeah. There are people who fish. Now I wouldn't do that. Yeah. I, I, I'm glad there are <laughs> fish there, but I'm not eating a fish out of the Hudson. You know? <laughs> <laughs> not Tell me. You, uh, which was the one that you, you rode across one night? The Hudson river at four yeah. o'clock in the morning. I rode from New Jersey to Manhattan Island which I don't wow. recommend. It's very dangerous. <laughs> no lights, no motor. Did you row back or did you just leave the boat? Uh, yeah, we rowed back. We rode oh, back because we were stupid and drunk. And it's uh, yeah. amazing that we survived that because there was, you know, there were are huge, enormous, massive boats that yeah. are going up and down that river. And they don't see two drunk people in a little rowboat. <laughs> Also, you can't just row up to Manhattan. Yeah, yeah, you know Manhattan's got <laughs> huge rocks, and you know they don't. They, Manhattan isn't really built for like you know paddle boats to come up and right, uh, tie right. off. Somebody, you know, one of those boats that looks like a swan,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: just paddled right, right up they to don't, Manhattan. They don't rent those out there.
0: Yeah. Uh. So in eleven thirty one in Paris. Actually, speaking of the pigs, the. uh King King Philip of France at the time he was a co-ruler. He actually died when his horse tripped over a pig that was out eating garbage in the uh, in the streets Ugh. of Paris. So Paris actually did Had away it. with the piggery or using pigs pretty early. And because of in that
1: because of him that was like a turning point.
0: Yeah, they uh they passed a law saying that you couldn't let pigs run loose in the streets mm. of Paris in 1131 because he died. Now, what happened? I mean, if you think this is ancient history, Los Angeles used pigs as well up until 1914. you They kidding. had pigs just, no, just walking eating, around, uh, walking around eating garbage. Uh, and then when they, the city eventually moved them in 1914, they moved it out to where they had large piggeries outside of Los Angeles. Piggeries. <laughs> yeah, where you would have, you know, garbage men and restaurants and stuff would take their garbage out to the pigs. In other words, you don't have them loose, but you would take them out to a piggery and then feed that slop to the pigs outside the city. And
1: then the pigs would just live there and nobody would, you know, like you wouldn't have to keep them alive, do anything to keep them alive. They were just like, Feral pigs penned up eating everybody's garbage.
0: Yeah, I mean it was like a pig farm basically. But well, you would, would they, they slaughter were being the fed pigs
1: and then eat the pigs. Would people... They would
0: slaughter the pigs and eat them. But the one problem that kind of led to the uh, the demise of the piggeries outside of town was that people didn't like the quality of the meat yeah.
1: of the uh, of the trash fed pigs. Yeah, yeah, that, that's because they're eating all kinds of oh, right God. Yeah. But you know what about pigs? They're so damn hmm. cute. You ever been around a pig? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. They're so smells beautiful. awful. Smells awful. Yes. When you
0: get, like a bunch of pigs together, but
1: we well we had a scene in a, a a show that in Quick Draw that I was shooting. We needed a a big pig, a mama pig. Yeah. It was like this three hundred pound pig that came in was trained just to lay down and sit there for the scene. Yeah, and that pig was so sweet, so adorable. We all fell yeah. in love with the pig. Yeah. Very smart.
0: They say they're as smart as, I don't know if they're as smart as dogs, but they say that they're very smart.
1: That pig didn't demonstrate its intelligence in any way <laughs> that I
0: saw. God damn, it was cute. Maybe that's what it, that was the intelligence. Like, I don't yeah, need to say like, anything with this crowd.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. Well, look, he did what he had to do. He laid yeah. down and stayed there.
0: Nailed the scene. Nailed, Nailed it. Nailed the scene.
1: Nailed it. Yeah. Did you have a scene
0: with him? Did you like yes. for her? I Did was,
1: the, uh, she was uh, uh, giving birth. And so yeah. we, we um, had a bunch of uh, pig, little pigs, those tiny pigs that are. Uh, I probably, yeah. Uh, no, the uh, potbelly pigs, you know, the little oh, ones. Yeah. that I, yeah. So they were full grown, but they were little. And then we used those to play the baby pigs and I was giving birth. So we just coated a baby pig. I mean, uh, a potbelly pig in slime. Yeah. Uh and then I would just pull the you know I just pull the baby pig into frame as if the you know the was coming out the, of the yeah. yeah. And the whole point of the whole scene was the slime. <laughs> oh, really. Cuz I thought that would be just hilarious and it yeah. was. That slime yeah. delivered. <laughs> nice.
0: <laughs> you killed it. Thank killed you. Me. Yep. Uh the other way that people in the 1870s they started incinerating their, their garbage yeah. within large incinerators. So it started in London and then it moved over here for incinerators. Another thing about in Los Angeles for a long time, people had burn barrels or incinerators in their backyards. Yeah. And apparently you can still see some of them back there.
1: Well, you go out into, the, into rural areas and people burn yeah. all the time.
0: Yeah. And what's interesting in LA is that even – You know, back in the 1890s and early 1900s, people were already complaining about their eyes burning and having trouble Mm. breathing and about the smog. Um, In July 26, 1943 was called Black Monday in Los Angeles, where like the smog was so bad uh, that you could only see three blocks and people were having trouble breathing. Jesus. But this was all before the auto craze. So right. it was all from people
1: burning their their garbage wow. out and fire and firewood and all of that. Hmm. Yeah. 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 God. So, LA's gotten uh, a lot better, I'll tell you. It's gotten, you know, even since I've been here, it it's yeah. noticeably different. The valley uh, you don't see that uh smog haze like you used to. Yeah. I, mean, I guess in the seventies yeah. it was just horrid. How's the they, trash? Like how was like Hollywood Boulevard or Oh God, Hollywood Boulevard is, you know, you, you, you could trip over a dead body out there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Which is, I mean, I, I, I don't want people to die, but the, but the fact that Hollywood Boulevard is really skanky is one of my favorite things about LA is because people pay good money to come out here as tourists to see, you know, the walk of fame and the walk of fame is just, you know, covered in vomit and and urine and (laughs) trash and. Rustic. Broken, we call that rustic. broken dreams. Broken dreams, <laughs> which is exactly what Hollywood is. You should see yeah. that. That is what it is. You know.
0: Yeah, right next to the stars on the sidewalk. Exactly. Dock, Those that,
1: stars it. are built on garbage. <laughs> uh,
0: in the 1890s, uh, trash was really bad in New mm-hmm. York, and just not only trash, but they said that there were 120,000 horses. That would work Jesus. in New York at that time. Jesus. And the lifespan for a city working horse was only two years, which what? I thought was crazy. But all of it, wow. just being worked so hard and just the conditions, two years was like the average two lifespan for a city
1: years. Horse. Jesus.
0: Yeah. So there were a lot of horse carcasses that you would be left out oh. in the streets. Oh, uh, also, those hundred and twenty thousand horses produce twelve hundred pounds of manure every day oh, every 60- day <laughs>
1: yeah
0: oh. And sixty thousand gallons of urine oh. being dropped
1: out on the road. you ever seen a horse pee? They just oh, yeah. it just, oh my god yeah it's it's disturbing <laughs> to <laughs> see a horse pee it just keeps going and going. Yeah. It's just like, my God, yeah. And
0: under the pressure of it, I mean, it I is know like the intention there is
1: like yeah. the tension
0: there. Yes, like I am peeing now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in the 1890s, there was uh, the city beautiful movement, which was a reformist movement that was trying to clean up the cities. Mm-hmm. And that's when people would they would come up with more fountains, more statues, some green areas in the cities.
1: They did a good job. It's a beautiful yeah. city.
0: Remember in uh, Kansas City, too, remember when they talk about all the fountains
1: and yes. the, the statues? Yes, supposedly Kansas City has more fountains than anywhere else in the world except Rome. <laughs> but nobody's nobody's <laughs> checked that.
0: Yeah, I think that's something you toss out and you expect no one's going to go around and yeah.
1: actually count them. Somebody Somebody yeah. said it. And then everybody's like, huh, wow, okay.
0: Yeah. And then you repeat it, you know. Yo, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh-huh. yeah.
1: That's Same like with the, the urban the- myths, you know, before the internet, yeah. there were things like urban myths you hear <laughs> stories. It was always a friend of a friend. Yeah. You know, like the the famous one is um you uh, that my friend uh went uh went to uh, uh on vacation and uh they had one of their cameras. And they left the camera in the room and they came back and they yeah. developed the film. And there were all these pictures that somebody had taken. Yeah. And one of them was all of our toothbrushes up their ass. <laughs> yeah, that was I an remember. urban myth. That was, I'd heard that, th- I'd yeah. heard that m- a few times. Many different tellings. So it was okay, a friend happy. of mine, friend yeah. of a friend. Yeah. <laughs> The internet ruined yeah. that. Now the yeah. internet is, you know. You can check that out. Now we call those facts. Urban myths <laughs> are not facts. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it's on a website. <laughs> uh, so in,
0: in the 1895 in New York, they hired a guy named Colonel George Waring as commissioner Boy. of street sanitation. He was a Civil War general. He was a cavalry. Jesus. Uh, general. Uh-huh. and wearing apparently the job had been offered to Theodore Roosevelt first and Theodore Roosevelt was like no no I'll
1: take Gangshold
0: <laughs> no, yeah. I'll, I'll become the commissioner of police he became yeah, Teddy's not doing
1: that he's going to yeah. go out with his uh, red rangers or whatever those his right
0: right rough riders the rough Ruff riders going down with a rough riders yeah
1: get a bunch uh, of yeah the but, Rough Riders is interesting. We should we should talk about that sometime. Yeah, we that,
0: should, because they, they had their reunion up in Las Vegas, New Mexico. The original Jesus. Las Vegas. Yeah. Jesus. And wow. you can stay in that hotel. We go up to that hotel a lot and stay where the Rough Riders had their reunion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh but wearing he tried to like run the sanitation department like uh like the military. <laughs> so he yes. put all of all of the uh street cleaners. Wore white uniforms mm. and cork helmets. You That's know, they had helmets on. White helmets. Yeah. Uh, just to make it look more, uh, I don't know, martial, more militaristic yeah. of like, uh-huh. hey, we're going to have a, you know, a spree de corps or something like oh, that. I see. Gotcha. And uh, he also, they were called the White Wings. And he, they would go out and they would sweep up the cities. And they'd also have uh, parades with bands of all the sanitation <laughs> workers.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. He, made, and, it, he uh, made it something to be prideful. He's, right. He's smart. Smart. Right. And uh, the other thing he did
0: was uh, they say that some of the, you know, uh, people, he wasn't into using machinery to clean up the streets. He wanted people actually out there sweeping it up. And so there were stories about some of the white wings, like would go rough up a litter bug. (laughs) If you were a habitual (laughs) litter bug, the white, these guys in white,
1: white uniforms and corks would like pay you a visit and be like, yeah. Hey, Oh shit. Oh my God. That's funny. I kind of like that. I hate litter bugs. Uh, <laughs> but I also hate violence, so I'm not sure about that, yeah. but I like the idea of litter bugs getting somebody calling them out on it. I'm, yeah. I'm when I see somebody litter, I'm afraid I don't say anything because if they're crazy yeah. enough to litter, they're crazy enough to do anything. Yeah. They don't care. They I don't, don't want to. Yeah. I don't i uh, yeah, but I want to say something. I want to say Jesus, yeah. come on. What's any, you're the one that always talks about like just that little line in the middle of the road that keeps us from driving over. It's just yep. like, <laughs> nothing, you've got an orange line really out better. there. Yeah. yeah. It keeps us all in line. Nobody mm. crosses that line. Ooh. I wish that crazy? That and now everybody's that... crazy. Any of them could. Yeah. You see them when you're on the highway, you think everybody thinks the way you think, but then yeah. you pull over to the gas station and you see them talking and moving around. You're like, Oh my God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> These are the people I'm trusting my life to. Yeah, there's nothing. There's just an
0: agreement.
1: There's an agreement we all have
0: (laughs) not to cross that line. Oh, God. I know. That's scary. I know. Um, Have you ever heard about the freegan movement? No. Where where people, it's because of all the waste coming out of uh, grocery stores, they will go and dig into trash of grocery stores and like the dumpsters and pull out food that's still good. It's still edible. But there was so much waste. Right. And what do
1: they do yeah. with it? They eat it or they- They eat it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. They can Wow. Eat it. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm good with that. Yeah. Why not? I had, uh,
0: when I worked for VH1, uh, one of our producers, I think was a f- freegan because you would see him, he would go to oh, the no. cafeteria and he would be waiting by the trash can, you know, when people come and like dump off their trays and everything. Oh and he God. would be like, Are you done with
1: that? Are you gonna and he would eat the trash he would eat the like leftover food, right? Because there. it was an environment. Well, I mean, look, yeah. that you know, that we've gotta figure it out. We can't yeah. be throwing away stuff. We can only throw away stuff that we can't use. We've got right. to use it all until right. Bezos shoots it all into the sun. <laughs> and then it's all you can, and then you, you can do whatever you want. Do whatever you can throw it right yeah. out the window. You got a diaper, throw it right out of the window. We'll give it yeah. to
0: Bezos. I, you know, I always wondered about that guy, like
1: what he did when he
0: went, you know, like your agent or your executives would want to go out to lunch, you know, and you'd be at the restaurant and be like, are you going to order anything? Well, you know, I'll just, let me just wait till you get done. You know what? I'm a freegan. I'm a freegan. Cause I have are kids.
1: I never yeah. order any food or buy. I only eat what they don't eat. That's all I really? do. Uh, yeah. Really? Cause they're constantly leaving food and that's kind of a dad yeah. job. And I just, I, I honestly, I, I rarely make myself anything. Really? There's always going to be leftovers in the fridge or,
0: yeah, you know, yeah. my
1: daughter will be done. I'll be, wait, 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 wait. Don't throw That's like a, you know, that's yeah. good. Don't eat. Don't yeah. throw that away. I'll eat it. She just, it just um, happened today. She made some toast and was on her way into the kitchen and there was still a half a piece of toast on her plate. And she looked yeah. at me because you want this? I'm like, hell yeah, I do. <laughs> Hard. Give me that. <laughs> you are a freegan. I'm a freegan.
0: That's a freegan. Uh, I think it's, you know, from this research, I've started trying to eat, only buy what I need and eat everything that's in there. And yeah. In the last few weeks, it's been a little, it's some hard. of that stuff has been a little sketchy. It's but,
1: hard. It's hard yeah. to do. Yeah. But it makes Just you think read about those it. expiration notices. Don't even look yeah. at it. You yeah. don't need to know. Mm-mm. I say you take a sharpie to
0: those right when you buy your food. Yeah, just, just, just <laughs> redact spread. that stuff. Just
1: redact it.
0: Uh, finally, just before we close, I, I want to talk about the garbage project at the uh, University of Arizona. Okay. And we mentioned William Rathje earlier, who's an archaeologist. But back in the early 70s, what Rathje realized was that whereas we take, we look at as an archaeologist, you look at all of the old garbage to understand what people were like. He thought, why can't we look at our current garbage mm. to figure out what we're currently doing? Smart. Yeah. Really smart. And, and so he started excavating landfills, like modern landfills. And he also wow. started like Jesus. going in and like analyzing people's
1: garbage. You know, he would ask them uh, for permission, but would go out imagine and imagine being garbage. like an intern for him, you know. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, yeah. I got a new work study job. Oh yeah, who's it for? The garbage guy. Go- oh Jesus. Oh,
0: yeah. Uh, no, they talk out. about I mean they sift it just like they do oh, any other archaeological dig oh, and oh
1: god, just take it yeah. with paintbrushes, just brushing off the slime. Right.
0: Oh, right. Or they would god. just like dig down, they did get like a, a big drill and go down like 30, 40 feet. Into oh, a get down fella. in
1: there, Ethan. No. Yeah. No. yeah. Strap him in. <laughs> Drop him down yeah. in there. Get a core sample. <laughs> Which is uh I also read there was
0: some archaeologist in Rome back in the 1890s that was excavating an old Roman garbage dump And he said as soon as they uncovered that thing, it still smelled bad. Wow. It still smelled bad. Like two thousand years later, it was wow. still ripe in there. You know Wow. Um, but what G found was that people were uh, much more – the information you could get from looking at people's garbage was much more honest than the information you would get from people if you gave them a, a written survey.
1: Oh, hell yes. I mean, yeah. what, that's not surprising to me at mm. all. Yeah. Nobody tells the truth when it comes to <laughs> – even, even to themselves. Yeah. Like, I don't even I don't even talk to myself about what I'm really doing. I don't want to know. (laughs) That explains a lot, actually.
0: (laughs) I'm going to have to. Yeah, that really uh, helped me. Uh, And some of the things he found were, for example, he found what he calls the good provider syndrome. And that was people like if you gave them a a written survey, they would always talk about how much food they provided for their family and how well their family was eating, and he goes, it didn't line
1: up with what no. you were finding in the trash oh, no.
0: yeah. nope, nope, that's yeah.
1: like me eating a piece of toast, right, you know there's other stuff I do, but I'm not telling you. <laughs> Even, even if it was anonymous, like a survey for a sociologist you know, or something. Because then you have to admit it to yourself. They're, you're right. shifting it from, you know, the back of your brain to the front of your brain. And then you got to take another look at it. Right. Nobody Which, mean, to, yeah.
0: to me, is fascinating that we can't even, to ourselves, yeah. even if we know it's anonymous, we, we still have we to can't lie do about it. what yep. it
1: is. Yeah, we can't deal with it.
0: The other thing he called was the lean cuisine. This was written back in the 80s and 90s. The lean cuisine syndrome. Uh-huh. And that was people would always under-report how much junk food yes. their, their families were eating.
1: Yes, of course. Of course.
0: Yeah. You don't want right. to be judged. You don't want to, yeah. Uh, the other thing he found was the surrogate syndrome, which people were very informed and knowledgeable and ready to, you know, offer up uh, reports about their neighbors or other people in the house. <laughs> <laughs> what he said yeah. <laughs> but not honest about themselves right but they knew ah. exactly how
1: much trash their neighbor was producing you know what? And what this I believe in this project that you're yeah. getting, he's getting down to some real nitty-gritty here right it's See, fascinating. We always, we're built on technology you know we're the species that think technology is our salvation and yeah. yet for technology to work you have to have good data and we can't we're unable to get good data, to deliver yeah. honest data. We cannot do it. We don't want to be honest with ourselves. No. About it. No. Um,
0: the other thing he did come up, which I thought was interesting, was the first principle of food waste. And that he found that the more repetitive your diet, meaning if you're mm-hmm. eating the same thing every day, mm-hmm. uh, the less food you waste. That's
1: true. That my son only eats three things. Well, not anymore. Yeah. But when he was younger, he did. Hot dogs. He liked quiche for some reason. And pizza. Yeah. And that was it. <laughs> quiche. How does quiche get in there? I don't know how that happened. But somehow, my wife got him to eat a piece of Trader Joe's frozen quiche. These little quiches. Yeah. And he loved it. And for a long yeah. time, man, that was a go-to. Because, you know, that quiche had like... Well, at least we you know we convinced ourselves it had some vegetables in there or something there. <laughs> a lot of We'd butter a lot of butter a lot water. of butter yeah it protein yeah. We, you know cuz if they don't have protein they just melt away right right but you wouldn't we, have
0: to they were already prepared it wasn't like you want daddy to go make you a quiche yeah right <laughs> you oh have God, to be in no. there like
1: no yeah that's co- cooking in yeah. our house is defrosting something in the microwave <laughs> that's the bet we order or it on uh you know instacart how about you? I mean, you you know how to cook, don't you? Cook? I do, but Mike, you know, I was a cook in the 90s, in the 80s. So all yeah. of my recipes that I know are really he- heavy, a lot of cream. Yeah. I'm good on a barbecue. I can barbecue yeah. like a bat out of hell. You give me a barbecue, I can, I can cook you up really? something. Yeah, and yeah. a slow cooker. I'm good with this, but everybody is. You put yeah. a turd in a slow cooker <laughs> and it's going to taste good. Everybody try this at home. Take a turn, <laughs> put it in your slow cooker, and pour a can of tomato juice over yeah. it, sauce over it. Cook it for 10 hours. I'm telling you. You won't even know. You, you won't even know. Cut with a fork.
0: Mm. Just like that. Yeah. That's what we need to do
1: with our garbage, bro. We yes. Just, giant
0: <laughs> slow cookers. Just put this. <laughs> they didn't take the pickery far enough. You right. know what I mean? Right. Uh, just a couple more things he found. Uh, then they started looking at culturally between two different cultures. Like, countries for example they were comparing the garbage in america compared to the garbage in mexico city for example okay and they were able to see like in mexico city uh affluent people rich people smoked more cigarettes than poor people which is the opposite of what i mean this was back in the 70s but it's the opposite of what we have in america yeah and the other thing they found was that um in mexico city Affluent people use twice as much toilet paper as poor people. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. Well, that that makes sense because you're going to, you know, I, you know, I, I, we need, we need to institute, you know, the bidet. Don't you think? Yeah. It's time. Yeah. We got to do yeah. it because I, I, I was against a bidet just because, you know, I was just like, I don't want water shooting up my right. ass. Right. But then in, I did what happened to me happens to everybody. It's like when you buy a cat, people who hate cats are people who have never <laughs> owned cats. Yeah. Yeah. People who hate bidets are people who have never tried it because once you try it, there's no going Ooh. back. God, yeah. a good bidet, especially those Japanese models, you know, where they come in the, the wand that comes in and yeah. shoots you yeah. and then you even have the dryer.
0: Those are yeah. amazing.
1: It's a whole new world. I love Dude. it. Do you have a bidet in your house? Did you guys have no, one? No, I had one, but I need to I need to get another one set up. No, yeah. Now I just use tons of toilet paper. But we you should. Know the,
0: the one I have trouble with is uh, like if you're in Southeast Asia or someplace and you go to use the bathroom and it's the Turkish toilet. You know, it's oh. just like a hole with like a couple of bricks. <laughs> there God. it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's just. I don't. don't I'll wait
0: till I get back to. Yeah. (laughs) I'll just hold it. I'll just hold it for a. Just eat more
1: cheese. Just eat a lot of (laughs) (laughs) cheese. Cheese. What are you having for dinner? Cheese.
0: Well, John, I think that brings us to uh, our close here. Um, yeah. Any final it's, thoughts about
1: uh, I, garbage? I'm fascinated by it. I totally agree that it, uh, poo and 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 garbage is the most honest side of us. Yeah, it's where the rubber meets the road. Waste right. is who we are in the end. Yeah, and. Uh, <laughs> And uh, yeah, I'm fascinated by it. I think this is really good. I think we need more study of our, our poop. You know, an interesting yeah. thing about uh, during the pandemic is that they were able to uh, sort of see and, and analyze, um, you know, what how high the you know the rates of the pandemic were in neighborhoods by testing um, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. wastewater. Yeah. And I just feel like, yeah, you know, we've got it. We've got it. I mean, thank God Bezos is going to shoot all of our garbage up into space. He's Don't send us up. Just send the garbage. He's a fancy billionaire when really he's going to be our trash man. I just (laughs) love that. Bezos, we want you to wear a cork helmet with a white suit. You drive your spaceship full of our shit put the, the
0: seatbelt on your space shuttle and get yeah, ready take to all
1: your billionaires up there and then uh, turn the <clears throat> ship around and release our poo right <laughs> into, the, into the sun come on back hey
0: I, I just want to say
1: too there's a really
0: good film called Wasteland by Lucy Walker who it, it's all about this artist um, what was his name I can't remember his name what does it say here uh, Vic Munoz and he's a found object artist but he went to uh brazil back in the early 2000s and did he worked with people who go through the garbage at the big garbage dump down there and it really gives you it's called wasteland it gives you a view of of people like how much waste and what people how it's a commodity How waste is a commodity yeah and then he he did artworks with it but fascinating film just to see some visuals
1: on it so. All right. And we'll have to put the link of that in our mm-hmm. notes as well.
0: Yeah. So I think we're done here, John. But I just want to thank everyone for thank, uh, joining yeah. us. And remember, if, if you have a topic or question that you think that humanity needs to know about, please send it along to us. And we'll we'll try to get to it eventually. Yeah. And
1: Wow. I, it's amazing what one text from me to you <laughs> turns into. You're amazing. You're just amazing. I,
0: I'm just glad that it was actually intended for me because actually after I got into it after a few weeks, I was like, I wonder if he was talking about like sending this home to say like, Hey, remember to take out the trash. And I just spent like four weeks really researching garbage, getting down into
1: garbage. It's a win-win. (laughs) Win-win. It reminds me to take out my trash and it gives us a podcast. We're using our waste properly. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay, John. Well, Well, this is human number two signing off.
0: And this is human number one. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining us. John, thank you. It's always a pleasure. Always a
1: pleasure. Thank you. All right,
0: man. Talk to you later.